Hey, here we go. It is Dirty Thursday on Grand Fork's Best Source. Got a guy that wears about a million hats in the studio today on this uh, Thursday's edition of uh, Dirty Thursday. Jason Berg with Buffalo River Speedway. Uh, of course, part of the Buffalo River Speedway uh, whole thing there going on. One of the owners and also uh, one of the owners and a racer with the Minkota Lightning Sprints. Uh, we've got a ton of things to talk about with him today. I can't wait. This is going to be an awesome time. Uh, Chad Hoff, he's, I don't know what he's doing. He's not here anyway. Uh, but I do want to tell you a few things that are going on at Northwest Tire here. Uh, in Grand Forks, got some big April deals. Uh, $100 off Nokia or Toyo tires uh, all month long. $50 off all alignments with the purchase of new tires. Uh, $50 off complete brakes with rotors and pads. And I tell you what, grab your Northwest Tire credit card today and they'll give you 10% off your first purchase and some other amazing discounts. Uh, Stop in. There you go, Northwest Tire. They're on Gateway Drive, or if you want to find out more, call them up, 701-780-8473, or you can find out more, too, at nwtire.com. If you have any questions or comments for Jason Berg, man, we got a great show today. Our number is 701-213-0863. Feel free to text or call 701-213-0863. Before we get too much further into the show, time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Why was the snowman smiling? Why? was the snowman smiling um he could see the snowblower coming down the street <laughs> not even gonna ask paul what he thought about that i'll ask jason in a minute um a couple of things i want to tell you first um uh we did talk with mark dobmeyer this morning uh he goes back down to the cities tomorrow um they're gonna pull all the staples and see all the skin grafts are doing uh he wants to uh tell everybody and let everybody know as he appreciates everybody thinking about him uh he's working on it he's gonna try to get back uh he had some bad luck happen too um his cold storage building collapsed down with all the snow but um just more to add to his plate but um our thoughts are with mark dobmeyer here we go uh, jason berg how are you man let's give you a little round of applause Thank you, thank you. I'm doing well. I mean, other than I'm a little disappointed that uh, Chad Hoff is not here today. I mean, I think we should talk about this. I think I, I think we should really make this. Uh, you know, should we just bash him the whole show? Absolutely. I mean, I drove. It took like <laughs> over an hour and thirty minutes. I mean, it was nowhere near my normal time. Yeah, to hour and thirty nine minutes is yeah. what I told him. I mean, I was excited to sit with the Bullring Boys, but now it's just the Bullring Boy. Yeah, I the, mean, the Bullring Dude. The Dude. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> uh, I mean, I understand he's got work, but sure, but Chad sure. doesn't work, does he? He says he does. Does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. He says he does. He's a good. He does a good job over there. He's, he's helped me out guy. with tires a lot. Yeah, he's so. a great guy. Um, speaking of roads, hour thirty nine minute drive from Fargo. Um, how were they? I mean, I know interstates. Thank goodness, because I thought about this all night. In fact, our producer, uh, one of our producers, Katie, was like, "Well, is he going to make it? Do you know if he's coming?" And I said, "You know what? If not, we'll zoom it. Whatever, whatever." Mm-hmm. I was shocked when you texted me this morning and said, "Hey, I'm on my way." Yep. So, w- was it okay? I mean, it was, it was okay. It was it was clear for a while, then it was wet, and then all of a sudden you hit some really, you know, you hit the rough slick spots for, you know, 150, 200 mm-hmm. yards. And you could tell they just opened interstates just real recently cuz the line of 18-wheelers coming down the road. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And then everybody was kind of over in the in the left lane because that was the better lane, but I tell you the North Dakota State Highway Department and and they did a great job. Yeah. I mean, the, considering yeah. what I saw for pictures, 
on Facebook yesterday. Oh, sure. Yeah. They did a great job. You got to give them a round of applause. That was, they did a good job. You know, it's funny because um, I live out in the country, and I actually got all garbed up yesterday about 5.30 in the morning and decided to take a walk to see if I could make it out my half-mile-long driveway. I gave up in about 100 yards. I turned around and came back. But I'm guessing it's not a day you're going to want to be driving on the interstate with the cruise control on. No, no. I didn't put the cruise control on at all because you just hit slick spots. And then especially under bridges, there are slick spots. But all in all, I mean, just drive smart. Use your head. You know, we're not we're not in, a, we're not mm-hmm. in race mode yet. Yeah. Um, big news. Um, well, I'm going to the Red Hot Chili Peppers tonight in Fargo. Are you? Awesome. Yeah, they, they're, yeah. Uh, they're on still. That's exciting. Yeah, they're on. Um, or, and if you haven't heard already, uh, Lil Wayne canceled. Okay, I'm not a Lil Wayne fan. I'm sorry. Not either. (laughs) Name one song. I've seen him on like The Apprentice or something (laughs) before. That's about it. You Lil Wayne? Are you kidding me? My daughter asked me to go to the Red Hot Chili Peppers last night. There were still some tickets available, but uh, I got pool league tonight. It starts the tournament of our, oh, of our sure. season so i'm like i can't skip it, and to be honest i only know a few chili pepper songs my wife keeps telling me well you might not enjoy this as much as i do because i i'm like i worked rock radio for 30 years i know chili pepper you don't know them like i do though and i'm like well, whatever all i know is most of the stuff they sing you can't understand yeah but now when you go to a show and you think i don't really know this people and all of a sudden you're like hey i know that song oh i know that song too you know and then all of a sudden you're you're Whoever you went with, they're like, I thought you didn't know any of these. I'm like, well, I didn't until I heard them. <laughs> All I know is if they introduce them and they come out just wearing socks. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I remember. I'm leaving. <laughs> I am going to leave. I, I mean, I, I really want to see Flea play bass because mm-hmm. I used to be a bass player. But imagine if a guy's running around playing bass and all he's wearing is a sock. Are you going to focus on the bass player? I mean, it's like watching somebody pick their nose and eat it. You got to watch it no matter how disgusting it is. The sock falls off. (laughs) Oh, boy. Boy. Oh, the whole Bud Light thing in the sock. Uh, Yeah, okay. A whole different story. Um, So how have you been? What do you do all winter? Uh, normally I'm working and then working on the racetrack stuff, but, uh, I'm probably the most busy unemployed person I've ever met right now. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I found out February 1st that, uh, I was working for a great company, Alliance Property Management, got an email on February 1st that, uh, effective February 28th, they were going to close the commercial division. I was a commercial maintenance manager and, uh, you know, uh, I don't blame them. I get it. It's, mm-hmm. you know, time to, you know, people got to watch their overhead and everything. So, uh, I've been looking for the right fit. I mean, I'm 52 years old. I want to. Yeah. I want to find something I'm going to retire at. I don't sure. want to. I don't want to have to look in six months or something, anything again. Um, you know, I've got a pretty good background. I'll find something, but it, it's allowed me to focus on some things that I wanted to do racing related. Um, I've been able to start working uh, with uh, Wade Haugerberg, one of my partners in the racetrack, and mm-hmm. very good friends, helping Bryce travel to some yep. races. We went to uh, run on the Arca thing. Yep, in Phoenix we were at. We were in Daytona, which Daytona had a strong run. Yep, um, just unfortunate at, at Phoenix. We uh, wrecked it in practice and didn't get to make the race. But uh, two weeks from now, two weeks from today, I believe we're flying out to uh, Talladega, and that wow. that. Uh, that super speedway car is fast, and, and he's going to do well. So I'm pretty excited to do that and be a part of trying to get him um, sponsorship and funding to race more races, too. You know, uh, Talladega has probably always been my favorite uh, super speedway for NASCAR. Um, you know, but a lot of the records were set at Talladega. But, but uh, if you want to go to a fast track, that is the place to be. Mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't uh, Bill Elliott still hold the record for the fastest lap, like 212 I, or something like that? Yeah, I thought it was like 220 or it something. Might be. Well, that might have been his top speed. But, yep. yeah, before restrictor plates, uh, before they figured out all you really had to do on these cars was put little flaps on them. 
and that would save everything. Just you imagine, they'd probably be going about 240 right now, oh, if, I bet. you know, if it wasn't for, for all that stuff. I bet. And some days I wish they would. Yeah. Oh, I do too. I, I think it'd be. <laughs> so you keep your car going forward. Um, I've been noticing, you know, I follow you on social media all the time. Um, I know you got a couple of new Lightning Sprints coming in. You got one mm-hmm. for sale. I do. Uh, we were talking about before we went on the air. Um, I love the Lightning Sprints. I've told you this a million times. I've always loved them. What a great opportunity for somebody young to step in to a winged car. These lightning sprints, uh, what I like about them, you don't need to have this humongous hauler and all of this stuff. You can, if you really want to, you can pull the wing off and throw it on a snowmobile trailer and Mm -hmm. drag it from track to track. But what a great opportunity for somebody new to possibly get into the sport and uh, to get a hold of you. Absolutely. We uh, um, just posted one yesterday, a young man, Garrison Miller. He's going to race part-time, I believe, with... uh, uh, Jason Olson's one of his other cars he's got. Um, so his dad put his car up for sale, $8,000 turnkey. Wow. Ready to go. It's a competitive car. Yep. Um, all the information is on our Facebook page, but $8,000, you got a competitive car. Um, you can spend as much as you want, but Gerald Haddle said, like you said, he runs on an open trailer, throws the, yeah. throws the wing on the back of the pickup. Sure. Um, you know, his having an enclosed trailer, nice. Yeah. But, and I have an enclosed trailer, but I do miss. You know, I know what it was like when I was a kid to see that car at the gas station on Friday night. Oh, you know, yeah, had, yeah. It made you a little more excited. Dang, they caused an accident. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it was pretty cool. Uh, I remember yelling, hey, look, there's a race car. Let's go. Let's go to the races, Mom. And, and they were like, oh, man, <laughs> you know, back in the day. But, uh, you know, it's taken some of the excitement away. But, you know, there is a use and a place for them. I get it. Sure, sure, sure. Um, one thing nice about the enclosed trailers, it's a good place to drink moonshine. And we will be talking about that, too, oh, absolutely. no matter what. Absolutely. Um, as far as before we get into Buffalo River Speedway, I want to talk to Jason Berg just for a minute here about being a race car driver. Um, I know you got a couple of new cars coming. Um, how is your program looking this year? Are you ready to go? Do you still have a long way to go? No, actually, uh, we're ready because uh, my car that I actually have is is technically sold. It, it uh, but I knew my new car wasn't going to be here, mm-hmm. so we had an agreement that we put a deposit down. Um, when I get my new car and get it put together, then then he'll take that one. So, and then we ordered another one for the mall car at the Buffalo River Speedway in the racer mall. We have mm-hmm. um, we're going to have one for sale, but it'll be on display. It's a brand, oh, brand sure. new 2023 Hyper chassis with some new safety measures put in. Um, and uh, I'll give you a picture of my new car. It's, it's this uh, two-stage powder coat. So it, it, it's a little darker orange than I have this year. Uh-huh. Um, but when it hits the sunlight, it's got a lot of sparkle oh, yeah, and sizzle yeah. into it. So it's pretty neat. Um, so we'll have another, another car available, too, for sale as a frame and body kit. Um, but we can put it together, too, as well uh, in any stage you want. So you are ready to go. New cars coming in. Are you going to let us know who's going to get the car you got ready now or not? No, I can't. Okay. Uh, I can't oh, speak. oh, darn it. At a track near you, yes. you'll find out, right? It All is right. somebody that's buying it for a backup. I mean, oh, one of my, one of a uh, one of the kids that races, Loki Bierke. His dad did the the mechanics race last year, mm-hmm. kind of like a Sean Enright thing. Oh, sure. Um, and he's a former racer, and uh, he went out and bought a second light in a sprint this year, so he could race against his son. <laughs> it's like here, you want to get in the mechanics race? Wee. But now I think his, his daughter wants to race, so there might be a third in that family. Oh, boy. And, oh, boy. Yeah, it's, now you're going to get an enclosed trailer. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> we're really doing well. This, this class has really taken off. Every class has ebbs and flows. But this class in our area is really taken oh, off and done yeah, well. I agree. You know, they always say um, there's affordable racing, and then pretty soon it's not affordable. Um, this is one of those classes. You might not think it's affordable, but it is compared mm-hmm. to other classes because when you put a cost on the car – 
That's a whole different deal. It's everything else that it mm-hmm. takes to get the car to racetrack, to racetrack, to racetrack. And again, getting back to the lightning sprints, it, it, it doesn't take a whole semi no. to be able to haul your, your, your gear and, and your people there. Um, I love that. I mean, another thing on social media, uh, talking about Buffalo River Speedway, you guys are you're always tweaking and changing and, and, and adding on and, and making new things, fun things happen. Um, it, anything new we're going to see this year? I know you guys are wrapping those tables that they yeah. look badass. No, they yeah, they, and we haven't shown them all yet. They, uh, they have taken off. Uh, Mike Speaker at Custom Graphics Sign in Designs uh, has done a great job. He's wrapping a bunch of tables with some drivers. We got a couple businesses that mm-hmm. wanted their tables wrapped, so we're doing that as well. Um, we've got some new banners going up. Um, we're going to do a little bit of painting and stuff. We've got little things to do and move some stuff around in the uh, um, mall area. We're going to move the uh, pit ticket shack a little bit, and then uh, we're actually going to remove the uh, ticket box entrance mm-hmm. at the front and we're going to run it through a different way um to make it a little easier i think for everybody uh both the the spectators will come inside and get their tickets inside yep. now um so that's kind of in our plans and um just same old thing you know just doing the best we can to make it is the best place i'm i'm very proud of that i i feel vor- very fortunate that i had four friends that believed in me enough yep. to come on board and help us do this and and i'm i'm very appreciative and and i can never say thank you enough for them for affording me the opportunity to uh to do this because i've really always wanted to do this i think i wish i'd have done it 20 years ago because times have changed and it's gotten harder yeah but yeah. but i think the satisfaction is that much greater because it's so much harder no you said you're how old now 52 and and <clears throat> I, I sometimes wonder this, Jason, uh, especially last year. Now I see you got a little bit more time to yourself now. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I always wondered, and I wanted to ask you this, when the hell do you ever sleep? Because uh, when I got into my 50s, I, I started to slow down a little bit. and thinking, okay, I did all that stuff for all those years. But you're in your 50s. You're still going at it like bang, bang, bang all the time. Um, do you ever get time to rest? Do you ever, do you ever get a weekend or a day that's just a Jason Berg day, turn my social media off, turn my phone off, leave me the hell alone? The turn the phone off and stuff is very rare, but uh, I'm trying to get better at that. But I've always kind of been that way. Back when I used to just, when I was in my 20s, I would work at uh, Red River Valley Speedway in West Fargo on Fridays. A lot of times we would leave right after that and go to a tournament for softball in Bismarck oh, or yeah, Red Willow. I used to do that too. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you'd head home. And then all winter long, I had pool tournaments. Well, I still do pool tournaments. I, obviously, I'm a little out of shape to be playing softball now. So I gave that up. Yep. But um, I am I struggle with sleep. I, I go to bed. I do too. And then I wake up at 2.30, 3 o'clock. Yeah, and yeah. I watch TV till 4.30. And then I go back to sleep till 7. And I get up. I mean, I, yep. I'm one of those guys. I sit in my recliner at 8 o'clock at night. And I mean, I got to stand up to watch a half hour sitcom. Mm-hmm. I'm just. Boom. Yeah. So then I'll go to bed early. And as soon as I get to bed, I'm wide awake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that all freaking night till about 5 o'clock in the morning. Then I fall asleep and I get up at 6 and I wake up like I haven't slept in a month. Well, I've got, you know, I'm the kind of person that if I think of something right away, I need to start working on it. Oh, and, sure. And I'm like, I got I to gotta type this or I got to send this email or I got to do this. And, you know, and one of the reasons I'm trying to get better put my phone down is um, obviously you've known me a while. You know when I'm pretty passionate about something, I get pretty... Um, Wrapped, sure. wrapped into it mm-hmm. so sometimes negative things or you know they really trouble me and bother me because i'm just trying to do what i think's the best mm-hmm. and, and i do get a, a lot of opinions from different people and stuff um but you know I, I look at it this way i'm not always right but you gotta 
you have to try something sure you uh, do. and find out you're wrong. That's yeah. how that's life. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you learn from your experiences? You know, if uh, um, you don't try something. So, I mean, we're just trying. We're just trying to keep racing alive at the Buffalo River Speedway. We're just trying to grow the lightning sprint deal. Amanda and myself, um, you know, are really, really thankful that we have a great group of people that uh, race in our series. And uh, there's a lot of big things coming up, um, including the Nationals this year. And then we've got just other things in the fire to uh, to really grow this thing. And uh, it's exciting. And I'm glad she's a part of it. And uh, you know, there's a lot of other people that help with a lot of the stuff that, that don't get necessarily the mm-hmm. uh, publicity, and, and they don't necessarily want it either, but right. they're very behind the scenes on it. You know, there's a lot of times in life in general, it's uh, take one step forward, two steps back until you learn. Sometimes the best way to learn is the hard way. But um, now, since you've been with the Buffalo River guys and, and you, um, mm-hmm. was there when you say, you know, you don't like it if, if somebody's got a bad thing to say or anything? Was there a learning curve when you when you got into the racing track stuff and the facility track? Because if there was, um, it must not have been too bad because it seems like you just keep getting better and bigger and bigger and better all the time. But were there any of those days? I mean, you know, you got to throw you, you, Mother Nature always throws a monkey wrench yeah. in there and all yeah. that kind of crap. But were there any of those days when you just thought to yourself, Jason, God dang it, why in the hell did I even venture into something stupid like this when I should have just been doing? Or has it had? Has no, it all been pretty no, good? I, I wish it, I wish it could say it was just all you know rainbows and and, and roses and happy some, horses. Throw some but, unicorns in there. Yeah, and- <laughs> I, I wish we could say that. I mean, um, just think of it this way: when you have when you have five people as partners too, um, there's always disagreements, things like that. Well, yeah. Uh, a former promoter told me too: never listen to the racers. The racers will uh, cost you money. Yeah. That if you if you don't if you want to make a successful racetrack, don't listen to the racers. Otherwise, you'll okay. be broke. And and I'm sitting here going, I'm a racer. You're yeah. a racer. You're a, I'm like, well, who the hell do we listen to then? If we're all racers here, so um, we don't always agree. We haven't agreed, and but we try stuff. Um, and knock on wood, most of it's worked. There's mm-hmm. I've made some bad decisions. I mean, I'm not afraid to say I made some mistakes. I've sure I've went against what the other people have said, and they haven't worked. Um, and, and you know, that's where like, I try to get better. Like if I read a negative post or something and, or they don't understand where I, my biggest problem sometimes is I say things so quick or put it out there so quick. It doesn't always click in my brain, you know, that, uh, maybe I should phrase that so they understand it because yeah, right. I understand what I'm saying. Right. And your close friends probably understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but not everybody takes it the way I type it or, or I'm implying it sometimes. And, and then I have to try to re-explain myself and it's, you know, um, if I'd have just slowed down to did a better job in the first place, I probably wouldn't get, but you know, the best advice I got from Jeanette was not every post or text deserves a response or sure, needs a sure. response. Yeah. And I've had to learn that, um, because I, I, I really want to, you know, promote racing in general in the most positive light I can. Do you take, because I'm horrible at this, um, being a track owner and everything, do you take criticism well? No. Because I don't. No. I mean, I don't. Uh, somebody says something about me on social media, I'm about ready to go through the phone and choke the death out of them. But um, you're kind of like me then. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> let me explain why, though. It's not because, and again, it's not because I think we do everything right. We're going to make mistakes. But I have so much time oh. and money wrapped up into this that on anything I've ever spent in my entire life, um, you know, I've got family and friends that are involved in all of this and it's important for me that, uh, 
we we do this and we and we make it successful because I don't want to disappoint or lose anything of theirs, right? Um, you know, friends and family, and and you know, so when when people are a little harsh on us, and it doesn't happen often. I mean, there's there's we get a lot of good constructive criticism, and we got good friends. But every now and then, you get the keyboard warriors and stuff. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, they know I, everything. I do take it personal because they don't have as much invested. Mm-hmm. You know, not just financially, but uh, professionally and emotionally invested in this. Um, and it, so sometimes I, that's where I've had to learn to bite my tongue a little bit because that only makes it worse. Right. I was wondering why the heck nobody was texting, but here I didn't have the phone set up right. Um, I got a lot of people watching. Kevin Pappenfuss, Katie, and a lot of other people. Uh, Amanda Joe, I love Jeanette. Uh, Nick Curtis, what's one of your favorite things about being a driver slash track owner and sanction owner? I'll tell you what, as far as the racetrack, Nick, um, I love seeing people having fun. I like seeing the same people that come every week and get their spot at four or four thirty yep. in, in the afternoon. Um, I yeah. like, I like when we have a big show and, and the, the stands are that to me, fan appreciation night, stuff like that, that, that is just amazing. Uh, when the stands are, are full and we have a great race program, um, that, that's exciting. Uh, as far as the racing, and I'm I'm actually going to back off a little bit on Sundays this year because I, I need to focus a little more on the racetrack. But that that opens my car seat for a couple of people. I have a couple of surprise people coming back. Um, but that's another topic. Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to tell you it's me. No, it's not John Roberts. I'll tell you that. Um, but hopefully it'll help bring them people back into racing. Um, so we'll see about that. Um, the racing is just something I wanted to do all my life, but I, I made excuses, whether it was time, money, whatever. Uh, Kyle Cole and them guys kind of got me into this, and, and I love it. it the, the time I got my first win at Buffalo or the biggest win I feel of my career was at Red River Valley Speedway because I grew up working there at sure. Flagman there many years. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been great. And as far as being a series owner, um, it is just neat to – the way this happened is probably – I mean, I – Probably the truth. I think it happened because I didn't take criticism well, or I didn't like the way something was going, and sure. I, I ventured out on my so own. You had to take control, and it and it, <laughs> it's worked out. Um, and I it ruffled a few feathers along the way, believe me. Um, but I think now I think uh, everybody understands. But you're not always the most popular person, whether you're a track promoter or a series owner. Sure, y- you don't make the best decisions. Right. I can't make a decision that that. Uh, you know, based on what it'll affect one or two people, you have 20 some people in your series. You have to think of the overall majority of the group Mm -hmm. and the same with the racetrack. When it comes to scheduling, uh, we don't always schedule some class they want. They want more stock car races or whatever. There's reasons behind it that we can't. I wish I could appease everybody and have 10 classes of cars every night. We still get done in three hours, but but you can't do it. Yeah. You have to make hard decisions. I'm going to get to a quote Brad Sang said to me one year and and see if you agree. But uh, uh, Makara says, good morning. Great to see Jason on the show this morning. Yes, indeed. It sure is. Um, I wanted. Oh, and by the way, Grand Forks best source. We could use a salesperson if you're looking. Uh, Anyway, um, Brad Sang once said this to me and and I might not be word for word, but um, he said Friday nights at the racetrack, you know, in your case, Sunday nights, um, he says, you got to look at it like a circus, like a circus type atmosphere. And I'm like, what do you mean a circus? He goes, you want to bring all these people in. You want to give them the best show, the best bang for their buck. And you want them to get out of here at a decent time. You want this to go boom, boom, boom. You want it a great show. It's a circus atmosphere. Get as much action as you can during that amount of time and then let them all go home safely. Do you kind of look at it the same way? I do. Absolutely. I 
I am a chaotic mess, but people say we were, were organized and structured. But if you ask anybody behind the scenes, they'll probably tell you I'm the most chaotic mess. <laughs> you don't know them, do you? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm all over the place. And, you know, and again, that comes down to personalities, too. I mean, even as friends, we argue, we all do different roles sure. at, at the racetrack and we argue we don't like something. You know, whether it was, you know, the, we didn't get enough water on the track or we ran out of hot dogs at 7 o'clock. What, yeah. You know, how's this stuff happen? Um, you know, or you, or you have trouble in the stands with, you know, the biggest thing is state law. You can't smoke in the stands. Yeah. And, and I got to tell my announcer 12 times to, you know. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we had to hire security now just to keep people yep. not yeah. smoking. Yeah. And, 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 you know, me being up at the booth, too, uh, River Cities, if I see somebody smoking, I'll tell them flat out. I'll just say it over the, the intercom or the loudspeaker, say, hey. There's no smoking, no vaping. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. And if they don't look back at me, I'll, I'll point out where they're at and yeah. say, I'm just telling you before you learn the hard way. Yeah. Because if you learn the hard way tonight, you're not going to like what happens because you'll be listening to the noise out there somewhere because mm-hmm. you're not going to be in here. But uh, I'm another stickler, too, about uh, the, the national anthem. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I am kind of, too. I, I don't like cars running during the National nope, Anthem. I don't either. And we bring all the drivers up to turn four. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for me, back when I grew up watching my uncle's race and then working at the Red River Valley Speedway, you had to come up to the front. Like, yeah, they, they all stood you, up along the track. They would put you tail end in your heat yeah. if the driver didn't come up there. Uh-huh. I mean, it was a threat. We were up there in our white pants. And I honestly, I hate to say this, I wish white pants were back. Oh, come on. No, I mean, really. I mean, mine were dirty and black. But I had to custom order them from pennies because nobody cared yeah. Levi's that were white. But <laughs> it's dark in the pits. I know. It is some places, but I joke about that. How about white shorts? Because where I'm at, nobody sees me. Yeah, there you go. White shorts. I mean... <laughs> It's, you know, going back, I got to go back to Nick's thing. There's something just popping in my head about being a series owner. One of the biggest enjoyments I get out of it is um, I take my, my pit guy, Kelly, and one of my best friends. His son got into it last year. Mm-hmm. One, another great friend of mine, Joe Heilman um, and Cassidy Heilman, his wife, um, bought a lightning sprint because they liked what I did and we're very good friends and their son was racing go-karts. Okay. So now Brady this year is going to be another uh, rookie lightning sprint driver and the opportunity to teach him. Um, Weston Olson came to a practice last year and I had my radio on and he was just out there and we could talk and and talk to him. I think the teaching aspect of the lightning sprints is one of the the greatest things that I enjoy the most. I mean, teaching it and, and I don't do it. It's just like pool. I can play pool pretty well but not as good as some of my friends. I'm not, I'm an okay racer. I've won a few races and, uh-huh. and done a decent job, but I get bigger enjoyment watching young kids grow oh, or new absolutely. people into the group. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what excites me about the, the lightning sprint series. You know, a lot of series they're worrying, wondering, you know, you'll hear, well, this guy's going to retire. That guy's not going to race next year. He's out of money or he wants to go to the lake or whatever, whatever. But to me, every year going into the new season, Jason, I'm like, oh, are we going to have any new of these guys? Or is there going to be any new ones running these with this class? Mm-hmm. It's exciting, like you said, when you can get the new faces and, and, and the younger people, especially when they're younger like that. Um, right now, you guys, that the, the Lightning Sprint deal, that's probably one of the, the, the strongest classes anywhere around this part of the this neck of the woods. It, it is really growing. And, and when we started this, uh, you know, all drivers always want more money and things mm-hmm. like that. And my argument was we don't have a product to show. We right. were, Grand yeah. Forks, or I mean, Greenbush was racing them on Saturday night. Yep. That was when Buffalo was on Saturday night. Greenbush would have like nine cars. We'd have like six, seven yep. in Buffalo. Yep. We didn't have a product. 
Well, we have increased our purses because it's not a starter class. No, it, no. And, and they're, they're fast. I mean, they, other they than are. there's nights we're faster than the late models. I know there are. Yeah, I've um, seen it. I mean, not all the time, but mm-hmm. depending on track conditions, um, you know, we're, we're clicking them off. And we don't seem to wreck a lot, which is nice. So we don't hold up the show. So we brought the purses up this year. Um, but, you know, that means we just have to put on a good show. And we've got a strong car count. And I look forward to it. Uh, we've got a great point fund. And... Um, the lightness sprint class is just really, really on the grow. I mean, I can't be more proud of the work that Amanda, myself, and and Jeanette does a lot of behind the scenes stuff that she doesn't get enough credit for. Um, it, it's just exciting, and the, and the group of drivers they help drive it, which is great. Uh, a couple of more texts, and we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Joseph, uh, his favorite thing is when my son steals his four wheeler. LOL. <laughs> Corey Palms watching. Ryan Corbett, thanks for watching, guys. Brenna, Brenna Sang's watching. Jordy Borkin Danner watching. Uh, William Dick watching up in Canada. Amanda Joanne Wright, there is absolutely no structure with Jason, but I love his chaos. Glad I randomly messaged him all those years ago. Uh, thank you guys all for watching. Uh, we've got Jason Berg here at a Dirty Thursday, Buffalo River Speedway. Uh, also, of course, a Minn Kota Lightning Sprint owner and a race car driver. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with him. We'll talk about the new schedule coming up at Buffalo River Speedway. But first, let's hear from a couple of our sponsors, including Muskox. Hey, if you move snow with a skid steer, you've got to see the muskox difference. A patented back drag feature allows operators to blow snow while back dragging in front of obstructions. You know, garage doors, siding, and fire hydrants. Now this saves time and money while lowering injury risk by decreasing manual labor. The optional dual auger, called the dually, helps the operator eat through big snowfalls, ice-crusted snow, and blow more snow while back dragging. And the glide plate, it allows you to glide over grass and gravel without ripping up the surfaces. Subsequently, create an instant torque of the lower cutting edge to break up snow and ice to better expose hard surfaces. See the muskox difference. Go to muskox.com or Facebook at muskox snowblowers or call 218-288-1905. See the difference for yourself. It's the muskox difference. Well, you know, one of the uh, sponsors that has been with us since day one of this three-year journey on our Dirty Thursdays is Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Things going on at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Let's give it a listen. Want an oil change in a hurry? This is not a dream when you go to Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Grand Forks. Heck, you can sit in your car while they change your oil. It's that fast, and you don't even need an appointment. And make sure to register for free tickets for the toughest monster truck tour coming to Grand Forks April 22nd at the Alara Center and pick up free pit passes, too. Be watching for one of these awesome trucks beforehand at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Oil changes and more done fast so that you can get on with your day at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. 3325 South 38th Street or call 701-780-8462 and make sure to tell them that Grand Forks Best Source sent you. All right, here we go for the studios of Grand Forks Best Source in the Grand Cities Mall. It's Dirty Thursday. Jason Berg joining us today. Um, if you were to give Buffalo River Speedway a, a grade last year, um, you know, the weather, all that stuff, the shows you put on, the things that happened, uh, A, B, C, D, F, what would you say, Jason? Uh, I would say honest, if I'm being truthful, probably a B minus. I mean, it it was, it was good. Um, but you know, I would never probably give us an A, but, uh, you know, I think that 
we had a lot of weather related issues sure. last year that yeah, really it, hurt it us. It hits you guys worse than I think yeah. anybody else in this area. Yeah, I think we lost like nine shows last yeah. year, whether it be rain and, and one for heat. Um, and, and that's just unfortunate. But I, I, you know, things just didn't always go out. The, the moisture didn't come out of the track. I mean, the frost, it, it kept oh, one of the corners where we had a lot of ruts. Yeah. And Dev worked super hard on trying to get the track ready. It didn't get ready. I mean, it, was, it wasn't as good as he would have liked it mm-hmm. until probably August. Right, right. Um, you know, and, and we, we uh, you know, you fight the normal demons and stuff like that, time you run up sure. against. But we had a lot of great shows, um, different things. And that's what we kind of went back to what we did the first year that seemed to really work. Um, we brought in a couple different series and, and events. Um, we even added a Wednesday night show this year because the Sunday didn't work out for um, a tour. Um, so we're trying something a little diff- bit different. And, you know, thanks to great we have some great sponsors that have been with us mm-hmm. since day one um, at the Buffalo River Speedway. And, and I'm probably going to miss, say, a couple, but like Dakota Cat Motorsports, um, uh, Coors Light, Budweiser, uh, Brentco is a huge supporter of ours, uh, Corey's Car Care Center. Um, they're just a couple. I mean, I, I could sit here for 15 minutes talking about the great ones. Sure. We were fortunate enough with Buffalo Wild Wings, um, the group there allowed us this year to add a second Nosa show and they're both um, part of the blaze and challenge uh, series that they have. So very excited uh, that Todd LaHaye and the crew from Nosa. Oh, Todd LaHaye's, I mean, that, oof, yeah, that they thought of us for mm-hmm. it. Well, I got breaking news on, on something too. So we, oh, we had, oh. a, we had a sponsor come on board yesterday um, that uh, has allowed us the opportunity to pick up another race or two for 2024. Oh, um, so I got to thank Josh and Kayla Swangler for coming on board with, uh, I believe it's Huff, Infinite Skin, and uh, Four Corners Country Convenience Store. Nice. They, they have come on board uh, to allow us to expand our races, racing a little bit. And uh, it's always nice to have the NOSA Sprint Cars. The guys seem to really like it. Um, it's a tight track for them, and, and it seems like it always puts on a good show. You get guys, you know, throwing good sliders, pulling oh, wheelies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun. So thanks to everybody that's helped support the Buffalo River Speedway, I can't thank them enough. Um, it's, we have a tremendous group of sponsors. And uh, the NOSA boys uh, with this Buffalo Blazing Challenge, it'll be uh, July 1st and August 6th. That That is awesome. Uh, Jason, I see you've got, uh, let's see, Test and Tune Wednesday, May 7th. If that happens, May 21st, it'll be a Sunday opener. Now, well, you mentioned uh, Frost earlier. Um, from, what I, from what I have been hearing this year, the Frost isn't an issue like it has been Mm -hmm. i don't know what it's like over there but um do you think because right away everybody looks at the snow Mm -hmm. oh we're never going to start on time look at all that snow really the snow isn't Mm -hmm. i just saw a thing on social media this morning how they were out racing and there was still some snow in the infield of this racetrack i don't remember where it was but it's really not the snow Mm -mm. it's basically getting there and being able to put on a, a race at the track and it's usually because of frost but um, any word on what it's like over in your neck of the woods there? It's about the same. It's, it's not that bad. It, uh, it, uh, it's pretty good. Um, we had a lot of snow. We've actually, the hardest spot with snow for us is on the front straightaway. It doesn't get enough snow, but we've had, uh, James and Vinny over there with the, with the loader and they've moved a lot of snow before the big snowstorm and they'll come back and do it again. Um, and that'll help the front straightaway. But like you said, it's the frost usually and or the pits. People yep. forget the pits. Yeah. Um, you they know, can't get in. You can't race. Yeah, you can't. You can't race, and that's the biggest thing. And you know, we've we've got an exciting schedule this year. I'm I'm 
I'm probably just, I was just telling this to Wade and Jeanette the other night. I think I'm as jacked up this year as I was the first year. Yeah. You know, last year it was, it was a good year, but uh, it's how do we improve it and make it better? Um, and I think that as a, as a group, we uh, took a look at things we felt we needed to improve on. And we've got a lot of great people. I, one of the biggest things I get a kick out of is, is my family is part of this and Jeanette's family is part of this mm-hmm. and uh, Wade's family is part of it and everything. We've all got people involved that we get to see our family and our friends every week. Um, so it, it, that's what makes it even better. Sure. And then we have just a killer schedule in my mind. I mean, we have so much variety this year. We added the Wissota Street Stocks full time. Yeah. Uh, so I know Tucker Peterson. I've been told mm-hmm. he's going to make a run for the national championship. So that wouldn't surprise me. He's that, good. That means we're going to see Tucker pretty much every Sunday, which sure. means most most lightness sprint nights. That'll mean Kelsey will be there. So that's yep. a benefit for us yep. too. We can we can promote both those kids. Um, we signed on for a Wednesday event to host a Moonshine Mod Tour race in. Um, uh, when is that? July? Uh, when is it? Wednesday? August second? No, no, no. no it's no. in. Uh, I got to look in here now. Um, I'm not seeing it. Oh, it's probably not on this one. I'll have to post it later, but it's, okay. a, it's a Wednesday um, for the, oh, I don't remember where it is. And then we have the Midwest Mod Tour um, that we're doing again. Um, we've added the Race Saver Sprints for three nights this year. We're doing Fan Appreciation July 30th. The week before, we're going back to that Paint the Track Pink, which was very I was, successful. I was going to ask you about that. That was awesome. We partnered with Lend a Hand Up, and we're definitely going to do that. Um, like you said, the NOSA Sprint Cars twice. Uh, the Minn Kota Lightning Sprint Nationals will finish up in Fargo, and we've really ramped that up this year. That I'm is so huge. Excited. I got people coming back from Quebec. Oh, boy. Extra people that I didn't know were coming from California. Uh, uh, Cali, Col- Colorado. I mean, Colorado, Quebec. Missouri. They're from all over the place. Yep. Missouri. I got somebody, Bruce Cascadens, coming from Michigan. Wow. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be north of 40 this year. Wow. Um, we've already got a lot of pre-registration. Super exciting. We worked a deal out with uh, the Biltmore Inn to get uh, some rooms for free for mm-hmm. the travelers. Oh, nice. And then we've got a group block of discounted ones at the Come On In here in Grand Forks as our partners. So awesome. Uh, that really helps. So we're, we're excited. There's just And then we got some Enduros this year. I mean, I'm just jacked about this schedule. And, and you know, back in the day, Jason, the first time I was ever at Buffalo River Speedway, it was before I was doing anything involved with racing uh, except for dicking around with it. Um, they used to have an actual enduro series at Buffalo mm-hmm. River back in the day, and that's how I first got um, familiar with that track. But um, it's great to see enduros back. You don't get to see them as much anymore. I know it's, you know, before I, I, I remember when I bought my first my first demo car and my first enduro car i bought my first demo car in the bar for like 23 dollars because that's all the money i had in my pocket but the guy wanted to get rid of it you can't find cars like that anymore you don't you know when steel went up everybody was crushing their cars but uh the enduros are 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 really cool and another thing that i am super stoked about this year because uh, uh i mean i'm a, just a dirt track racing fanatic but um uh, i like sprint cars it doesn't matter if they're lightnings 360s 410s whatever but the 305s now if i believe they've been running these at knoxville forever i think it's a great starter class for sprint car uh, drivers but um you guys are going to have them at buffalo river a lot this year and they're coming to grand forks at the uh the river city speedway but these 305s, what do you know about those? Because I've never seen them in, in up close in person. Well, they prefer to be called the IMCA Race Saver Sprints. Okay. Um, but they are a great class. Uh, right now, um, it's it's really grown. There's uh, Ty Hanton, who's a 410 yep. driver, in that class. Yep. You know, I think it's great because it's a little more affordable for some people. 
that maybe maybe can't quite afford the four ten. Yep. Um, but they but they still want to race and be competitive. Well, sure. this gives them the opportunity to race that. There's some great young talent in that. Uh, Brad Pake's son's racing it. Um, Donnie Schatz's niece is yep. racing it. Yep. Um, and there, uh, Ty Wilkie races in it. Come out of Legends, he was yep. phenomenal. He's running that class. Um, I think it's great. I mean, people ask me, you know, about the race savers. Would it hurt the lightning sprints? My honest answer is I don't know, but I, I really truly think it's still a benefit um, to have it because, in my opinion, if you're young, um, you come from go karts. Maybe you're not quite ready for a 305. Mm-hmm. Um, you start in a lightning sprint for a couple of years. You move to a 305, and if your budget allows it, uh, to a 410. But you've got yep. to learn different tendencies. To oh, be honest, sure. I never, John, would have thought I would have drove a uh, lightning sprint. I, I liked the World of Outlaws. The rest of the sprint cars, I was like, ah, man, they look dangerous. You know, I would I always told people if I was racing, it was a modified or a late model or nothing. Mm-hmm. That was my excuse. Yep. Um, and then and then they got me hooked in them up in Greenbush, you know, and and now I enjoy this lightning sprints and the sprint cars in general, but I'm just a fan of good racing. And the like they said, the Soda Street Shocks put on such a good show the couple times they were there last year. We wanted to do that. The uh um B Mod tour that Benji does as well. Um that went over really well, put mm-hmm. on a good show. Um, so we wanted to bring that back. And we had the opportunity, thanks to the Buff- great folks at Buffalo Wild Wings, and, uh, to add another sprint show, so we added it. I mean, we have a great variety, but most of our core classes um, race about 14 out of the 17 nights. Mm-hmm. We did have a couple take off. Um, the IMC Modifieds are a few less nights this year um, than last year, but uh, we're going to try to make those special events of some kind. Yeah. So, um, Did you have... Uh, two questions here, two part. Did you have a favorite event last year? And is there anything on your schedule that you're really super stoked about this year? I'm always super, super stoked about the Gnosis shows. Uh, the Corn Cob Nationals are always fun because yeah, it's a free corn. Sure. But honestly, every event's a little like the paint the track pink's just a different thing my favorite event though just because i i love seeing the kids on the track and sitting there giving out tattoos i really love fan appreciation night yeah yeah um but to be honest it's so hard one of my favorite things i'm looking forward to is the moonshine mod tour because it was soda a mods yep and it's not knocking imca mods or Mm -hmm, anything like mm -hmm. that but a lot of the people i grew up watching and and flagging at west fargo um, they're either still racing in the, in that class yep. or their sons are Joseph Thomas, uh, Tyler Peterson. Um, yeah, yeah. There are people that we don't get to see very often, um, because I'm usually racing on Friday night. I can't go to Fergus. So right. it's kind of neat to see them once in a while. Um, I- I'm going to be honest with you after you said moonshine, mm-hmm. all I heard was wah, 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 <laughs> uh, the moonshine. We'll, we'll maybe yeah, we'll talk about to, that we'll too. touch on that. Um, paint the track pink night. Uh, we've brought that up. You brought that up a couple mm-hmm. of times here today. Um, tell us about that because, um, I know that means a lot to you guys. It does. Uh, you know, we wanted to do things to give back to the community. Um, we partner with the Holly Alliance church to help run our concessions so it can pay for the youth uh, mission trips that they go on. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeanette had this idea um, when we, we wanted to paint the track pink, who we could partner with. She she did some research and found a couple uh, young ladies that were affected by breast cancer through mm-hmm. Lend a Hand Up. Uh, we gave a portion, I think it was $5 for every ticket sold um, at the at the track. And That's then, a big portion. That is. And then we gave a portion of all the t-shirt sales. We just kept the cost of the t-shirt. So we did an okay. investment to it. So we were able to help two families um, that were going through a very tough situation in their life. And... Uh, I mean, it's not a million dollars, but it, it was what we could do to help them. Yeah. Um, and and 
those are things that are important. Um, giving back to your local community and small businesses that support you in the Glendon, Holly, Dilworth, uh, Fargo, Moorhead area as well. I mean, even Grand Forks. I mean, uh, working together as tracks, working within your community. Um, we understand because there's houses close to us that uh, we might be a, a I would say a burden sometimes on people. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not the word, but you know, we try to really focus on, we need to be done by 11. That's so that's our hard pastime, but we yep. want to be done by nine thirty ten 10 to sure. get people home. Yep. We want to be good stewards in the community as well. Um, because we're thankful that we understand we inconvenience them a little bit and, uh, Right. It's just it's important to do the right thing and do good things. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't want to be pissing people off yeah. uh, and you want to be around for a long time. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I never had the opportunity to do something like this, uh, to give back like that in that capacity. Um, I've had family members that have been affected by cancer. Sure. Um, we all know somebody. Absolutely. And I guess I was never in the financial position where we could do something about it. And to be honest, it's really touching when we can do something about it and to to talk to those people that we we helped to hear their appreciativeness and it, it was it was kind of overwhelming to be honest yeah uh jason berg i see you're watching the show yeah uh, hi nice to, to carrie ann uh jim stangle mike speaker heather mcdonald good morning all of you people and thank you for watching um you know we had we had touched a little bit on the minkota lightning sprint nationals um i don't know who thought of this or i'm assuming it was Excuse you me. but the thing took off. Um, I don't know if you envisioned it being as big as it is, and it's even going to be bigger and better this year. Um, also, um, it also made, <laughs> when we had the West Coast boys here, uh, it, it made our best of Dirty Thursday 2022 edition because <laughs> of Sally O'Malley and these guys. But oh, ever since, the Sexton boy, all these guys, um, it's like I follow them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just more race car drivers I know mm-hmm. on the other side of the world here for me. Um, but these guys are awesome guys. I, I look forward to it. In fact, uh, I'm pretty sure I've got a fishing tournament again that same weekend, but I don't care. I'm going to go fish that second day of the tournament, hungover, tired, no sleep, whatever, because I do not want to miss out what I missed out on last year. But how cool is this event? Because it's not just one event. This thing goes over a, a few days, mm-hmm. and it hits a lot of these local tracks. And what really got me after talking to these guys last year was they absolutely love the racetracks around mm-hmm. here. But how cool of an event is this? It is awesome. Uh, I was, I'll be honest with you. I, I was sitting in my shop one night, and I was thinking, what could we do to be, you know, be something really neat and cool? So I, I got a couple of the different lightness drivers that I had met when I went to the Nationals in Missouri. And we got on a Zoom call, and we're sitting there drinking some beers on the Zoom. You know, we're, we weren't drinking alone because we were, you know, six, eight of us mm-hmm. together on a Zoom. So you're not alone, right, John? It's, it's okay right. then, right? Yep. Um, I hashed out this idea. I, I thought, it, I, I laughed because Alan Trachinsky, he told his wife that night, he said, you know, I swear to God, Jason's a little bipolar, but God, he's got some good ideas. <laughs> he gives me a lot of crap That's about That's all they're that. saying about you, man. That's it's good. Right. It's right. Um, they're, you know... The Trashinskis are big supporters of the Lightness Sprints. We don't always agree on everything, but but they're great supporters. And and but he that that is a piece of advice that he told me. It makes me laugh every time. But we hashed it out, and the Nationals didn't get a great turnout a few years ago. Um, ours ended up being pretty good. We had the first year the Fonseca Group came from California. Last year they went to a different race in Washington. Um, they are booked to come back this year with two cars. Uh, oh, good. Other people have said that they've put it on their calendar. They they didn't realize how big it was going to be, but the amount of money we're putting up, 
And the people that the thing is, the people that have come here and told other people about it. Yeah, that's what is that's what's exciting. And the funny and, you know, I got to give a thank you to, to Nolan Olmstead and Heather McDonald, too, because I originally had said something about um, over some beers. You know, we should have it at Devil's Lake Speedway because uh-huh. you know, he had helped out the lightning sprints during sure. the pandemic and stuff. And. But I couldn't. Trapper has always been a good supporter too. Yeah, um, and they're both yep. Saturday night. Yeah, yep. So we we had done Ada uh, when Nolan and I were talking this year about the schedule. He goes, "How can I get on a part of that dang tour?" And and I said, "Well, easy. Just switch to a Thursday night that week." <laughs> I didn't really think he'd do it. Did and, he? And he goes, "Well, what can we do?" And we talked. We came to agreement. And he goes, "All right, we're going to switch to a Thursday night that week." Wow. So we're race. We're starting off Thursday in Devil's Lake. We're going to do the go kart oh, format. Wow. Yeah. We're going to do the draw for your heat race invert for a second heat race then we're going to do a dash for the top six cars to, to get it lined up for the feature and then we'll have our couple b mains uh so yeah we're excited we're going to kick it off at devil's lake speedway this year in 2023 we're going to go to the river city speedway which has been with us since yep. the inception and i have a love hate with this track i love it but sometimes i hate you it. love it you hate it because you can't win on it i can't i've won heat races <laughs> I, I know i can finally win heat races you know it's pretty bad because i'm i'm not supposed to you know i'm biased up mm-hmm. there or you know I, I, yeah. i'm not supposed to have a favorite but deep down inside you know jason when you're out there i do root for you well, i appreciate that Just so I, I can finally say see there you go man i've run i've had some good features <laughs> you have. uh I've, I've flipped with two laps to go run in second um but i think my best is third place at, at river cities but uh you know, it's a it's a great track, but I last year I'm impressed. I learned how to run the high side uh, at Grand Forks, and that was a world of difference for oh, me. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. not afraid of going over the bank anymore. Right. Um. So done it enough, right? Yeah. No, I actually I've <laughs> I never know. gone off the bank, but coming up out of that wall at a turn four is a little tricky. It comes really fast. It does. And then Saturday we go to Greenbush and Trapper has been excited about this since the day we started as well. We have a lot of exciting things planned. I think we're throwing in a pit stop that night. Um, to do something, and then we finish back home at Buffalo River Speedway, and um, it's in a, it's that whole week is a very emotional week because we try to get stuff ready before we go. We have friends and family that do things for Jeanette and I while we're mm-hmm, gone mm-hmm. to to do stuff, and then I just get to race. Um, I don't race all the races, so I don't get to focus on points. But yep. this is a week that you know. People would probably tell me that I didn't need to not race and folks, but there's so much great competition. It's so fun yep, that right. I want to be a part of it. Sure. So Amanda is kind enough to take most of the duties that week. Her and Jeanette actually pretty much do most of the duties that week. Um, so I get to race, visit with these guys. I mean, heck, I got to help. Get to be a racer yeah. for four or five days. Visit with Sheldon Creed, talked about stuff. You know, when we were in uh, Daytona, Hayden Kempstead was down there, races lightning sprints. Amber Balkan was down there. She yep. raced lightning sprints up here. Yep. Uh, Sheldon Creed has been up here and raced lightning mm-hmm. sprints. I mean, you take take the other guys, and you know, Brendan Mullen used to race lightning sprints. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Jordan Graham's son races lightning sprints. We've affected a lot of people that oh, are racing, and, and that's what's exciting to see. So we could joke, you know, hey, there's three people down in Daytona or four people that have raced lightning sprints in Minnesota, North yeah, Dakota, here in Daytona. Yeah. And two of them are racing. Three of them are racing. Um, Heather, by the way, just uh, – and Heather and Nolan will be on next week on Dirty Thursday. <laughs> Here's what Heather says. Nolan was in a lot of trouble over Thursday. Uh, I was crawling into bed at a skating competition, and Jason sends an email – I should have been forewarned before I got the email. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sandy says, we love Buffalo River Speedway. Uh, Corey Palm says, I hear you on the third place at the boring. Maybe this will be your year. But Corey also adds, how tough is it to promote a Sunday night race with most people working on Mondays? It's very tough. I it's bet. very tough. Um, 
you know, the, there's so many other opportunities on Friday nights and Saturday nights because, A, um, the fan interaction after the races. More people are, are willing to stop by for a cocktail, wait in line to get a, a, mm-hmm. a picture or autograph. One of, the, one of the best nights that I've had as a racer um, was here in River City Speedway. My mom and dad were here, and it was one of the first few years I was racing. Friday night, they got done early. I bet my mom and dad spent an hour to an hour and a half um, putting people in the race car, taking pictures, signing autographs. A friend of mine, uh, A.J. Jouir, and uh, he had got a picture of me sitting in the dirt with these kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Writing autographs and stuff while I was down there, and one of the kids was showing me his cars. And I, that's what I love about it. Saturday night, same thing. You know, people people buy more beer from your concessions yeah. you know, and, and whatnot and hang out. We have to put on an action-packed jam show with a little bit of – entertainment to let the track workers do their thing or wrecks happen. So it's very satisfying for that, but it's also a little disappointing that maybe not enough people get to visit and uh, stay around. And uh, thank you, Corey. Corey's a great guy. I love Corey. I, I, uh, I got a Corey Palm shirt that I probably wear. Uh, He's, he's a good dude. Is he yelling at us? I don't know. I, I mean, I, maybe he's dying back there. (laughs) I mean, You know, you guys should get like a hologram for when Chad's gone. You should have, or just put a, like dress up a dummy or we something. We could. You, <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> we could do that. We could get a big cutout of yep. Chad. Yeah. I, I think that, that you got a great, a great that's idea that's right good. there. Um, I, uh, I, I completely lost where I was going. Um, when you were talking about how fun it is afterwards and it's a little tougher on Sunday night, school night the next day, well, not in the summer so much, but um, this is been kind of a question i have i've mentioned a lot lately and i don't know why i never thought of it before but um at the end of the night these races are done uh, you're in the pits you're talking like you you were about you know those times and um basically you guys are rock stars for these kids mm-hmm. um and you need to play that role mm-hmm. uh we were all kids once too i don't know if you were like me i'm guessing you were uh, you go if you had the chance to even get into the pits and saw these larger-than-life people like the Kevin Pappenfusses, who's, well, Kevin, you are pretty large, but uh, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. You think that these guys are freaking rock stars, and now you're in that spot. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to do what you need to do because you remember what it was like being a kid. Is that right? Absolutely. I I think one of the neatest things is what River Cities did with the buses last year with the kids in it. we are attempting to, we're, we're, we're in negotiations with a car dealership um, right now about uh, our new official pace truck we're going to do. And uh, we're going to do something a little bit different with the kid trophy winners this year. We're going to bring them out to lead the field to, uh, to green. Oh, um, That is one of the things we want to do with our kids club, just to mix it up a little bit. Um, we want to find another way to bring them into the pits, uh, you know, do something. Uh, lots of great ideas. Um, you know, my daughter, the first year we got apparel, she texts me and she goes, this is just weird. And I said, what? She goes, I'm going through the store and there's somebody wearing a Jason Berg hoodie. Yeah. She's just weird. <laughs> but, you know, one of my friends, and, and I didn't realize it at the time, we were walking through the West Acres Mall and I, and I heard this little kid go, mom, that's Jason Berg. And I was like, my daughter's like, that's just weird. I go, no, that's cool. You, yeah, you, you yeah. made an impression on somebody. Well, then a little while later, I found out it was my friend Joe and Cassidy. It was their son, Brady. So I was like, it took a little of the air out of the bubble a little bit. Wow. But, but it, you're, it, here's the hardest thing, John. And I, you know, Jeanette and, and Wade and them, they remind me of this all the time. All of the people that are involved behind the scenes, whether it's my parents, my partners, uh, my wife, uh, friends, they remind me all the time that 
despite their involvement, I'm the face that's yep. yapping all the it's time. It's too bad you can't get them all on that shirt. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't thank all of them enough. But I also represent the sponsors. Um, I represent me as a race car driver. Sure. I represent the Minnesota Lightning Sprints. Um, I have to try to remember and remind myself, don't do nothing stupid. You know, you, you need to you need to pay attention to better about things you say, things you do, and how you represent yourself in the pits. I didn't represent myself real good one night in the pits last year. Mm-hmm. And it may be my series, but Amanda, she hammered me. She oh, yeah. put me to, an Allen to the tail end she of the She will do next, that. She did. And rightfully so. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I'm not better than anybody else or different. Um, I'm just very proud of what us, all of us encompass as a team has built between the Buffalo River Speedway and the Minn Kota Lightning Sprints. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I get to help Bryce on his next career path, moving from dirt yep. stuff to, to asphalt. I'm thankful for Wade and Christy allowing us to be a part of that. I'm thankful that my friends uh, in, it believed in me to put up money. I'm thankful for all of our sponsors. And, and I'm thankful I'm still young enough to race. I mean, I can't say enough. I'm, I'm a very fortunate person, John, and, and I'm very blessed to have these people all in my life. And yet you are under, I mean, promoter, owner, Racer, you're under the microscope a lot. Mm-hmm. It's part it's part of the gig. Uh, when you talk about Amanda Joanne, right, she says, great show, guys. And uh, I was wondering when Kevin Pappenfuss was going to say something. Uh, Rockstar. <laughs> hey, John, be nice about the large jokes. Uh, when we talk about, um, oh, boy, that's some bad news. Um, we talk about your shirts and, and your merchandise and stuff. When you look over the Boring Boys shirt, I mean, between Chad Hoff and my head, there's some two large gargantuan gourds there. Thank goodness there's not a third one. Otherwise, we wouldn't have room for them. Hey, um, you know, I do have one thing to say, too. We're, so we're going to take track talk on the road, it sounds like. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. I've got it down here, okay? okay. I didn't I didn't know if we got it. We got to head out. So we're going to take track talk, it sounds like, on the road this year uh, to O'Kelly's Bar and Grill and have a little bounce back special with your – this is breaking news. I haven't told anybody. You're the first person other right. than my circle um, that we're going to do something like this. So people can come. You know – you know how it is. Some people don't want to come in here. They're nervous. They're oh, scared. Yeah, yeah. But if they have a couple beverages, that's all it takes. And you're sitting as a group. I so think it's really exciting. Why not to have do that. it? Yeah. Uh, if people aren't familiar with track talk, it is channels, uh, days, all that stuff. It's going to start in mid May. Uh, it is on nine seventy a.m. for WDY or ninety three point one FM. Uh, we're talking about trying to broadcast it too on their Ag Network, the channel yep, that they have. Yep. Um, and and that'll go May through the middle of September. Um, so we're excited to start on that. I was just going to tell you something. Oh, so we were talking about applying for jobs and stuff right now, yep, right? Yep. So I was actually interviewing on Monday for a job, and a guy goes, your name's really familiar. And he looks at it, and he goes, are you the track talk with Jason Berg? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that's how I know you. I listen to your radio show. <laughs> I just thought it was – I'm like, well, other than my family, I have a listener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That, that was funny because Paul was talking to a, a client the other day, and he was in a first-class flight somewhere, and he thought he heard these voices. And he goes over – what are you watching? You know, and he was watching one of our podcasts. <laughs> he goes, you know those two dickheads? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're pretty nice guys. Um, uh, you know, I have been telling you this for two years, Jason, uh, and we all know it, we're busy, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, damn it, I want to get to Buffalo River so bad on a Sunday night. I guarantee you, I don't care if I have to piss somebody off. I'm definitely going to make it there this I'm, year. I'm holding you to it. So is Amanda Joe and, and uh, Chad Hoff. By the way, I need an announcer uh, during the IMCA Mod Tour. So you and John might as well just make that your night. I'll when is you, it? When I'll is get it? you the dates. Okay. I got to look. I, I don't want to speak, but Corey Litton, our normal announcer, does the IMCA uh, Dakota Mod Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'll find out which night it is, uh, and and uh, I'm just going to make it a requirement that you two are the hosts that night. It, you know what? I, I would love to. So you get to come down and get paid for it and everything. To. Yeah, and, I would absolutely love to. Yep. Uh, yeah, and uh, I just scoot over to Fargo and stay with the kids. There you go. Did we miss out on anything today? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. You know, it's you talk about the nerves and things like that. Um, getting a fellow radio guy who's done this, it's nice to be able to sit down with you because... You don't have to worry about it. I don't have to turn the fans on because you're sweating, you know, and, and all of this stuff. But um, I'm looking forward to it. You, you've been gracious enough to invite me on your show before. And now that it's going to be in a bar, oh, hell yeah. Uh, I'll make sure. Well, maybe we could do it the weekend of those nationals we or could. that week or something and just make a whole deal of it, man. That, that would that'd be, be awesome. Fun. That'd be good. You know, the first time I did my show, even when I was co-hosting it with uh, Larry Nelson back then, mm-hmm. it was still a little nerve-wracking. But the first year I did it myself, John, I swear to God, I almost peed myself the first time. <laughs> I, my face was flushed red. Yeah. And Talking like at an going, octave higher than normal. Yeah, I'm like, but I was fumbling my words, and I was like, oh, my God. And I couldn't. I didn't remember which brake button to hit to get them off the phone and how to pick them up, and I dropped them accidentally. And, you know, and people were surprised because, you know me, I don't mind talking. I'm pretty much, yeah. you know. Well, Chad, for how busy he is uh he is watching the show he says "Ooh, i like that idea uh katie stouse jason i still have your racing sticker you sent me on the back of my phone uh you guys all thank you for watching uh let's see here season opener scheduled tentatively sunday may 21st mm-hmm. uh you got a test in tune uh coming up on the 13th uh wow it's gonna be great i can't wait we um, have uh we also have some private session tests and tunes that aren't oh, on the track okay um, and and i'll just let you know what they are so we've set aside it's easier to get them on the schedule rather than try to ask the township for permission later. Sure, yeah. So we put them on the schedules, private test and tunes, um, where, you know, you have one driver that's new that wants to come out and just rent the track to himself. Sure. That's his choice. We'll prepare the track and, and have it ready. They can do it themselves or they can split it amongst five people. Like maybe, oh, maybe yeah. there's several legend guys that want to yeah. do it. They can just share that cost and do it that way. So we have about four of those built in, too. And, nice. and I look at it this way. If nobody wants it, that just means I don't have to work on a right. Wednesday night. And, and another thing, people, that you might not realize, you don't just go practice in a race car. Mm-mm. It's unheard of. You don't do it unless you are lucky enough to have these test and tunes, or you're a billionaire and you have a racetrack in the back 40 somewhere. Uh, Jason Berg, you know, I don't even know how to announce you or introduce you or say goodbye to you anymore because you wear so many hats, but... Um, People know who Jason Berg is, and and we sure appreciate you coming in. I mean, this weather sucks. The highway mm-hmm. sucks. The interstate was just open this morning, but yet you made it here from Fargo after Absolutely. an hour and 39-minute drive. Absolutely. I love coming on the show. You've always been good to me as well, and uh, I still have yet to sit in that chair yet. I'm still waiting for that to happen one day, but you know, we'll do. We'll day. make it work. Yeah, we'll do that. Later on in the season. How's yeah. that? No, it. Uh, you always got to take an opportunity to promote your product, and I feel we have a very good product on the southern part of the state, and uh I just like racing in general. Uh, anything I do to promote racing, whether it's River Cities, Greenbush, Buffalo River, Red River, doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, I'm the same way. I can watch kids uh, race their tricycles on mm-hmm. the in the in your driveway. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. Uh, Jason Berg, thank you much for hey, coming thanks, in, buddy. man. I appreciate it. I love having you in here. Oh, this is awesome. Uh, there you go, Jason Berg, uh, Buffalo River Speedway. He's also a Minnesota Lightning Sprint driver owner. Uh, the guy is one of the busiest dudes you will ever meet. I tell you what, you want to go to a really, really nice facility and you've never been there, go check out Buffalo River. It is a great place, and I can't wait to get down there. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. We 
saw BT out there walking around a little bit earlier today during the show. If you ever see me waving, that's what I'm doing. Uh, but I tell you what, Rumor Sports Bar and Casino, I can't say it enough. These guys have been with us for a long time here, especially on Dirty Thursdays. Uh, we love those guys. And you know what? The Frozen Four starts tonight. Head on over to Rumors because they have got so many TVs that you will not miss anything. Uh, check it out. You can have one of your um, world-famous beer towers. <laughs> Before that, you got a big head. Uh, <laughs> uh, check it out. Uh, don't forget, too, Thursday special at Rumors from 5 to 11. Sandwich inside for just 7 bucks. You can watch hockey tonight and uh, get ready to do some eating. All right. Uh, we'll be talking about the big sports card and memorabilia show coming up, too. Uh, I tell you what, have yourself a great remainder of the week. I'm going to be gone tomorrow, but don't forget about the Forks Sports Highway show tonight at 6.30. Dale will take care of you tomorrow morning. Uh, that Sports Forks uh, or Forks Sports Highway is an awesome show. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. Hey, remember to like, share, tag, and follow us, all right? Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a show that way. Grand Cities Thanks for watching. You are a wonderful place to live. Grand Fork's best source is giving you an identity again.